This is DJ Thomas, and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. All right, what's up, podcast? This week I have Ashley Lakamowski on with me today, and she is a um, an athlete, a uh, fitness competitor, and um, thanks for coming on. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for asking. So I wanted to get into the weeds a little bit. Okay. How did you get into the fitness industry? What age did you find a passion for it? And kind of what's your backstory, you know, leading up to where you're at now? Okay. So honestly, I feel like, you know, a lot of people typically, they think that I've been an athlete my whole life, Okay. but I have not. So I got into um, bodybuilding about four years ago. I got into it about four years ago, my background history. Um, so I was always like a really, really active kid. Like I loved sports, but I never actually competed. Like I never, um, you know, I was never like on a, on a team, I guess you could mm-hmm. say like school and stuff. So I was more of like a theater, like I was in theater, arts, crafts. I was more into like the performing arts type stuff. Um, and let's say, I would say probably, uh, like I said, four years ago, I got into bodybuilding is when I met my husband and, um, I was always like really like a competitive person. I think when it came to stuff, I mean, I would say, I remember in elementary school, like, I, I don't know if you remember tetherball. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) I was so obsessed with tetherball and I remember just being super competitive even with that dodgeball like so like I said like I loved playing like outside outdoors sports I always I had a lot of um, guy friends so growing up it's like I wasn't so much of like that girly girl like oh you know playing Barbies in the house I mean I had that stuff but I loved playing you know active stuff running all that kind of stuff and so um, you know when I was younger my parents had gotten divorced young when I was younger mm-hmm. and we just financially like we didn't, you know, it cost so much money to be on any sports team. Yep. So I wasn't able to do that, even though I wanted to, I did try out for the softball team. And I remember I showed up with soccer cleats <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. And I remember, yeah, I mean, and I still played and she was like, Oh honey, you know, she's like, you know, she's like, you know, she was nice about it. And I wasn't that bad. Like I wasn't like terrible for my first time. And she's like, try out next year. And then after that, I was like, screw it. I'm not doing this again. (laughs) But, (laughs) but yeah. And then, um, four years ago, um, I met, or I met my husband about like seven, eight years. It's been like eight years now. And his background is, um, his family, they're all bodybuilders. Okay. I would have never thought in a million years, like I would have ever, I mean, growing up, I've, you know, I've seen it, but I never thought, oh, that's something I want to do, you know, when I get older. Um, and four years ago, ended up, you know, going to the gym with him. He's like, Hey, like, you know, I want to show you and I, I want you to get into it. And I just really ended up like loving it, you know? And I felt like it was something that like, was like for myself like it was something that I was working towards like obviously like having you know my husband and people around me to show me and guide me yeah but it was something that like I was doing like for myself like something Mm -hmm. like I you know I'm doing this and it's uh there's a lot that goes into it I mean I've I've noticed um I've worked I've trained people in the past um you know Mm -hmm. dabbled in a little bit of um 
competition training females. I've never wanted to do competing myself. I did the, the, the mixed martial arts game, not so much, you know, the bodybuilding, but I've always been active in lifting weights. And I've already noticed, I've always noticed that women is such a, a self achievement for them. You know, a lot of people are doing it. You've made it, you know, a career, you mm -hmm. know, but a lot of them are doing it to achieve that goal. So it's just, you know, it's, there's a lot that goes into it. And for women, it, I'll be honest, it's a little more, uh, it's a little more work. It's a mm -hmm. lot harder to get that water off, you know, and uh, deal with yeah. hormones and stuff. It's a, uh, it's really, I've noticed that and I enjoy the women competition more than the men because the men can just kind of achieve, you know, I say it's not easier, but it's just, you know, not as much of a challenge for them. I don't think. In my opinion. Yeah. I feel like it seems more, it's more of like a man's world. I mean, that's how yeah. it started, right? With, with men. And so women coming into the picture and then it's more of achievement because this is, this is, a man's sport, you know, that's how it started. So with women coming into the picture, you know, and as the sport has evolved, I would say definitely it's, it's a lot harder. And in the way, like you said, like hormone wise, like yeah. our hor hormones naturally, like, you know, women, we produce more estrogen yeah. and with the water retention and it really does affect you and mentally as well. I mean, it, it really honestly has to become like, you have to make a choice. This is for me or if it, or it's not for me. Yeah. It becomes that lifestyle for sure. I think that's so cool though, that you do martial arts. I love all that. Oh, I love all that. I, I did. I did for a long time. Um, it's, it's cool now because a lot of people that I started training with are in the UFC and they're competing mm -hmm. on you know, a major scale. So it's awesome to be able to be, you know, still be in the world, but I never was like a pro, you know, I just had a few fights and, a couple of years ago, I had my last fight just to kind of, a, a friend of mine died. And so it was in tribute for him. And I wanted to do it before I turned 30, you know, it was like, I'm gonna have one more and I'm done. So I'll hit the bag and I lift weights and that's about it, you know, enough to keep me in shape and I don't do anything crazy anymore. You know, but unless somebody calls and said, Hey, you want to do a charity boxing match or something? Maybe I'd do that. But other than that, I don't see myself getting in the ring anymore. Yeah. Or do you like jujitsu? Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of jujitsu. I like it, but uh, I just like punching people in the face. Yeah, that was more, more my field, the the, the hands-on. <laughs> but uh, going back to, I guess, um, so you're married. Your husband. Do you, you guys have any kids? No kids uh, yet. Um, yet. No kids. <laughs> I mean, we. Yeah, I've like you know, obviously, like I love children. We love children. We want children, but it's like. You know, like I just turned 32. Sometimes I forget that I even turned 30. I'm like, I'm 32 years old. Holy crap. And some people are like, you know, are you gonna, oh my God, do you have, have kids? Da, da, da. Like, when are you going to? And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to get there. Like, I'm happy right now. You have like, time. I'm you have just, plenty of time. Yeah. Like, I feel like I just started living. You know, I feel like I just started like finding, like, you know, what I want for myself, you know, like being happy with what I'm doing and where I'm going right now. So you know, but what did you do? Not to interrupt, I'm sorry. What did you no, do you're fine. before you got into, uh, before you met your husband, before you got into the gym, what did you do? Because for the listeners or people that are watching, there may be female yeah. that may think that, you know, it's not achievable. You said you wasn't that much of a, you know, when did you start working out and what was your kind of, what did you do on a day to day for a job until you migrated? Into yeah. Yeah. So I actually went to school, um, for, to be an esthetician. Okay. So cosmetology, um, I was always into really into like skincare. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's later on, like I became very like fascinated with the whole like girly type stuff. Cause like I yeah. said, I wasn't so much like that. I was kind of like a late bloomer. And then as I got older, I was like, Ooh, like I became fascinated with that kind of stuff. So, 
um, I went to school to be an esthetician. And at that time, um, I don't know if this is off topic, but this is just kind of starting where I was before. Yeah, of course. Um, I went to school for that and I was like in a really, really toxic relationship for like seven years. Okay. And when I was with him, I was going to school for this. You know, I was like, I want to achieve this for myself. I didn't end up finishing because like I said, my relationship really, I was super codependent where it was like, everything was about him. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I let those things get to me to where I wasn't accomplishing things for myself. Um, so I didn't finish that, but at that time, um, I had worked, I've been, before that I've been doing like a lot of bartending. I was a bartender, um, waitress. So I've always been around people and more of like social environment type places. Okay. Um, I worked like in a law office, you know, I did things kind of gigs like that is what I was doing. So at that time, it's like, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Like, I was like, do I want to go back to school? Like, I wasn't sure. I was kind of just whatever, you know, like just going with the flow of things. Um, you know, I was still active in the way where like, I go to the gym here and there. Um, I always like to run like, so like I would like run four times a week, like outside. Yeah. I would like, you know, have some dumbbells, do little things like that, but nothing that was ever consistent. So the thing then is that I was never consistent with anything. I didn't have structure. I was all over the place. My life was like so chaotic. I always like tell, I always tell people like I was like such a hot mess, <laughs> you know, like just my life. Like I, you know, I'd go out a lot and, you know, of course I was young, but you know, I'd go out like every weekend and get totally plastered yeah. and like wake up, hangover, go eat. You know, my diet was like, I'd eat like once a day or like yeah. twice a day. Like, you know what I mean? Just nothing. Like it just was kind of, it got to the point where I was just like, Oh my God, like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm so unhappy. Like, this is just not for me. And this is when I was living in California. Is, and is that where you're from? I, yeah, so I'm originally from California. Okay. Um, originally from, my parents are originally from Michigan. Okay. And they had moved to California, and I was born and raised there. And then I've moved back and forth all over. Like, I moved to Michigan, then I moved back to California. And when I had moved back to California after high school is when I got into like my, just like everything was super chaotic and right. it was just, you know what I mean? Like young and stupid. Yeah. And that's when you like learn all your stupid crap that you do. Trust me, I can relate. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just now yeah. starting to grow up. So, you know. Yeah, no, I get it. This is like me, like, like four or five years ago. I'm like starting to like, okay, I'm actually an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like um, sometimes you need a little push. Um, I think when we started, the, um, we were, I was in oil and gas for like almost 10 years. And that's, you know, every weekend I'd go out and party. We drink probably two, three times during the week too. And I worked out, but I was one of those guys where I was drinking beer and eating and then working out with the buddies, you know, never really cared about my body. And the MMA yeah. thing kind of helped me a little bit with my diet. And then um, as you, the healthier you get, the harder it hits you with a hangover or drinking or eating. Oh, yeah. Oh, I my know. God. I know it's nasty. You're like, damn. It is. It seems like a great idea and everyone's doing it. And then the next day you're like, you guys don't feel like I do. Like I'm like, my body is like, what the hell did you put in here? <laughs> I know it's, I know I would, I remember waking up and like, I remember even my friends, like I, I wake up, it'd be like 10 o'clock, 10 30. And I would be like drinking, like, 
I'd be drinking like mini bottles. Like I was crazy. And I remember even, <laughs> I remember even like working some, like working a lot of the times and like being, I think in that environment, like I just naturally would be drinking like while I was working, you know, it's like, it was really bad. It was, mm-hmm. you know, it was bad. So when people think like, oh my God, this girl, she probably is like, you know, it's been this like discipline, right. you know, hard worker her whole life, athlete. Not even. I was, if you seen me like the way that my life was then, you'd be like, damn. <laughs> so what do you think made that um, transformation for you? Like started? I think, I think for me, I think it was almost like I just had like this, I had this like epiphany, like not epiphany, yeah. but kind of this just like, you know what, like realization. I looked at myself and I'm thinking, okay, like where I'm at in my life. Am I happy? Um, you know, I had friends that were like, you know, moving on with their life and, yeah. and finding their soulmate and, and they had this career and, you know, and me, I was still like stuck in this place where I was just, okay, I'm really unhappy with who I am. And I feel like I haven't accomplished anything for myself. I've been in these toxic relationships I've been around, you know, toxic people in my yeah. life that it's just bringing me down, you know, and I'm not doing anything with my life. Yeah. And I ended up moving back to Michigan. Um, and this was when I was like, I think it was like 19 or 20. Okay. And I remember moving and I stayed with my mom and she lived in a little town. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Michigan, but like, I'm not. Um, okay. I was going to say like, you know, like <laughs> Ann Arbor and Lansing, like the capital. Okay, yeah. She lives like 30 minutes, like in a little town called Jackson. And she's like, Ashley, why don't you just move with me? Like, come, you can stay with me. Like, you know, and I was just like, I really don't want to do this right now, but I feel like I have to, you know, I just need to get my life right. Mm -hmm. And I moved there and I ended up getting like a little part-time job at like the local like bar. (laughs) But hey, it was cool because the owner ended up becoming like such a great, like, father figure for me like mm-hmm. I love him he was really really good to me and um you know I was there and then that's when I ended up meeting my husband and it's crazy because my husband at the time was a heroin addict whoa so, whoa okay I know, no, that's, I, know. No, this is, I, I like this I like this is going I mean it's not, <laughs> not just a good thing that's that's just insane to see you guys now so can you yeah. I, I don't want to put all his business on front street but I mean can oh, I you care. put a little bit of um you know collaborate on that a little bit yeah, so I met him. I met him actually through my stepsister. So my mom, when I moved in with my mom, she was living with her boyfriend at the time. Yeah. And he had a daughter, and his daughter was friends with my husband's brother, younger brother. And there was nothing there to do, and she was like, you know, why don't you come out and hang out? But they were younger, though. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. But anyways, I ended up, she ended up introducing me to Mikey, my husband. Mm-hmm. And I remember meeting him, and thinking something was a little off, you know, like he was so nice and so mm. sweet, so different to what I was used to with guys. Usually like they'd be more like kind of like the bad boy yeah. and stuff like that. And I was like into that, I guess. I mean, I think a lot of girls are. Yeah. And he was so sweet, but I remember something seemed like, like he wasn't there, mm-hmm. you know, he just wasn't there in the present. And he had like, we had like a couple dates set up and I remember him like canceling on me. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, and I 
was being like, why is he canceling on me? Like, no offense, but like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I was thinking like, I'm the cutest girl in this town. Yeah. <laughs> like thinking that way, you know, like yeah. what, and I, and I was thinking, okay, something's got to be off. Like, because he seemed really into me mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I, I never asked him. I didn't want to like, I didn't know how to, how do you approach someone like, Right. Especially yeah. right when you first meet them. Yeah, especially if you don't know anything, like you're not yeah. familiar with that. So Exactly. And so, okay, so prior to this, okay, my toxic relationship that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. he was a drug dealer, drug addict as well. Oh, okay. So I'm like, okay, please tell me I'm not getting into something weird again. Like, yeah. why am I always attracted to these <laughs> yeah. problematic people? so um long story short it was probably like a month in or so and um he ended up or no I ended up catching him I I woke up I spent the night I woke up I went down to the basement and he was like shooting up yeah yeah and I remember just being like in shock like what the you know what I mean like this is nuts I had nothing to say I had nothing to say at all and so he ended up going to the hospital. He ended up having to go to the hospital. Um, thank God nothing happened. They, he almost died because there was an infection that almost went to his heart. Right. But, you know, thank God he has nothing, you know, he had nothing wrong, no hepatitis or anything like that. But he ended up, I ended up visiting him at the hospital and I was just like, I, this is a red flag. Like, I'm yeah. not, I'm sorry. Like, you're a, such a sweet guy and like, I care. Cause you know, this was like, you know, it was probably like a month, almost two months in. Right. And you're still I fresh. Think, I mean, yeah, you have the, the best sign to walk away if you, you know, if nothing's going to change. So yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know, like I can't do this. Like right. I don't want to be involved with this. I've been here before, maybe not this much, but still right. in a bad place. And he ended up, I think the next night he went home and he called me and I came over and he's like, you know, like, I love you. And I was thinking, you know, I was thinking you don't love me. Like, you don't even, I remember asking him like, you know, like, but anyways, after that, we were like inseparable. And so he he got clean and you just got in. We had some, he had some like little slip ups. He kind of slipped up a few times and I was like, and I was still stayed. And you were there supporting yeah, and so this, so then finally, I think it was like two years. Then we were like a year and a half. We were together, mm-hmm. and now I was at my breaking point. You're probably <laughs> thinking, "Oh my god!" You're you're probably thinking, "Oh my god!" This. <laughs> no, that, no. I mean, this is a I great was, story. No, no. I was like, I'm at my breaking point. I was mm-hmm. like, and and this whole time that I was getting back into, I was getting back into drinking. Okay. I was I was taking like you know, pills. I was doing things. Yeah. Well, I, so I got back into what I was doing before mm-hmm. where I didn't want to do that. And so I was like, I'm like, it, unless you get help and mm-hmm. things completely change, I'm leaving. I'm done. I don't want to be with you. Like I'm going to move out of this town because I can't be here anymore. So time kind of went on and he, he ended up finding a rehab. He had seen this rehab on TV and it was in Houston, Texas. Okay. And, um, so he ended up, he, you know, spoke to his parents and he ended up actually going to Clear Lake, um, Texas. So he went there and he had completely changed. He had found Jesus. Right. So like we, we have like, 
you know, we've given our lives because I think once we, I mean, I don't know if you're a believer or whatever, you know, I don't have. Yeah. Any I mean, yeah, of course. I just, you know, I don't hear, I'm just about everyone else. So yeah, I mean, that's perfect. Yeah. 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 So for him, it was like him, like he was like totally like just like cleansed. Like he was healed. Yeah. It was crazy. And I remember him calling me and being like, Ashley, like, like, I'm not going to be like, I'm done with that stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. and I remember him coming home and him being like completely different. Like, I remember like before his eyes were always like very dark. Yeah. And like now, like when I had seen him, I remember when I first seen him, they were like green, like they were like bright green. Like he was like alive again. And it was insane to where it was like, almost like I felt almost envious. I I was envious because I felt like I want what he has. Like, yeah. I'm still not there. Like he's found this new calling. He's this new man. And I'm still like, okay, you're sober. Awesome. But what about me? Like, I'm just, I'm just, you know, your girlfriend and I'm just here to like help you get through what you're going through. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I felt. I felt almost like, okay, what about me though? Still, you know, like I still, I've been holding things off. For you, right? You, yeah, I mean, you, you had to play you know a little. I mean? so you got, yeah, you got to be selfish now a little bit because you know you've already been selfless this whole time. So yeah, now you got a little selfish going on. I get it. Yeah, yeah, that's how I felt. And so I remember, in a way, like I was a little jealous, but I was so happy. I was like, "Thank you, Jesus." Right. You know, because this guy was—he was about to die. Like, if he used any more, he didn't. He—he he was going to die. You know, yeah. and I was thinking, like, I don't. I think, I, in a way, I was scared too to like leave him because I was thinking like, what if I leave and he ends up dying and I'm going to have this guilt for the rest of my life thinking, what if I could have stayed with him and, and pushed him and motivated him to like, Hey, like, let's get, you know, get better. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like seeing the, seeing the, because I had seen this person, I had seen someone different than what he had seen. I had seen this amazing person in him yeah, and I knew he was this. And that's why I felt like, I needed to stay because I felt like, what if I get to miss out on that? What if he gets sober and I get to miss out on that person? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he ended up, he came back and he's like, hey, how would you feel about moving to Texas? And okay. I remember thinking like, Texas? <laughs> I, <laughs> I was thinking like, because I had been to Texas before with an ex-boyfriend. I remember thinking like, but I went to like, I think I was in um, San Angelo. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, not a, that's not a great place to visit for your first yeah, trip. No, first I was like... No, no, I'm hey, no disrespect there. to San Angelo. It's a beautiful place, but it's not It's not appealing when you say, hey, you want to move to Texas, you know? Exactly. So I was like, hell no. Like, I don't know about this. Like, <laughs> I was like, my hair is like naturally like curly. So my hair is going to be nasty, all funky all the time. I'm going to be hot and sweaty. Yep. You know, and he... And, he kind of, you know, for a while, he was like, I think it'd be really good. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, let's start fresh. Let's get the hell out of Jackson, yeah. Michigan, this little town, and let's go start somewhere new. So then that's when we ended up moving to Houston. Okay. And we lived there for about a year and loved it. And he was actually working for a guy that he met in rehab. Okay. And he sold like security alarms or something gotcha. like yeah. that. So, um, he was doing that and I was kind of like, ah, what, you know, what am I going to do? You know? 
work in like, you know, retail or work at a restaurant and do something kind of what, what I knew of. Right. And so I did that. And then, um, his friend was still drinking a lot. So the guy, he ended up drinking the guy and, and that job didn't work out. So then we ended up working for a roofing and construction business doing sales. And so Mike's really, really good when it comes to like sales, you know, I always, I always think it's like too like that, their mentality, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, of course. Those, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like the hustler mentality. Like, no matter yes. what, we're going to make some money and figure it out. So, yeah. Yeah. So, he did that, and we ended up making really good money, like, just our commissions on there. So, we yeah, were doing I mean, that. that, that industry is a great industry to be in, especially if you're mm-hmm. sales, because it's kind of hands-off. You just make the make the connection with the client. Okay, let's get a roof on. Go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how, I mean, that's how it went, and then we realized like we can make so much more money. Like we realized like, holy crap, like what are we doing? We're pretty much doing all the work. Yeah. And this guy just, okay, obviously he's the owner of this business. Yeah. But we can make so much more money if we open our own business. Okay. So we ended up opening up our own business and we moved to San Antonio. Okay. Um, just because I remember a storm had hit and we had drove because we drove around um, through Texas and San Antonio, we actually really had fallen in love with San Antonio. Yeah. Because San Antonio here is a little bit more like, still like city, but still like townsy feel, right. you know? Um, so we ended up moving here and we've had the business, um, you know, since, I don't know, at least like two and a half years now. Okay. But, well, I didn't know that. Congratulations on yeah, that. So that's doing well. Yeah. That's good. Cool. Well, and well, you know, with the quarantine and stuff, obviously it's. Yeah. It's been kind of harsh on that, but yep. <clears throat> yeah, it's been it's been rough on everyone. It's been rough on us. Um, I'm in the marketing industry, and um, you know, no one's spending money on marketing their business right now because the business isn't open, you know. And it's just yeah. now we're slowly getting back into it. And I'm, I mean, it's it's rough for everyone across the board, you know. People, that, sure. even people that are still working, that's had to completely change the way they're doing things, and um, workloads doubled, you know, for those people who are in medical field and stuff like that. But um. Well, speaking of that, since, you know, we went there, what about your workouts, you know, and everything, your regimen with the gyms being closed? You guys got a pretty sweet home gym set up, I guess. You're good, right? Yeah, did you see that? Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so it was actually our friend Jason. He had, um, at first, first I was training at my coach's, coach's garage. He had bought some stuff because we yeah. I was freaking out. I was like, oh yeah, my I was god! Too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we were like, oh god, what am I? Get, what am yeah, I gonna everyone do? Everyone like, was. Oh, it was like, um, you should. I, I'm sure you you might have seen this, but like Facebook Marketplace and like was flooded with people like selling weights for extremely high costs. Yes. And, uh, I was fumbling around, running to all the you know sporting goods stores, trying to collect what I could so I could build me a little makeshift home gym. It, it's been crazy. I know people. You see people, yeah, selling for like a thousand dollars for like two dumbbells yeah. or something stupid. The funny, uh, the funny at home like workouts for the fails. Those have been hilarious too. That's been a little entertaining. <laughs> I, know. I know. I get a really good kick out of those. It's funny. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. I think I think we've done it before. We've done that with like bands, like where it's like we've like broke it and you'd be yeah. like falling and like hit mm-hmm. our head. <laughs> yes, uh, it's it is cool to see how creative some people have gotten. You know. Yeah, creating stuff and doing doing different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's I really no it. excuse. We can go into that, I guess. I mean, honestly, if you want to be in shape and you want to be, you know, stay, you know, fit and doing things, you can always find something to do. I mean, 
You can. I think I think excuses are sometimes can be easier. Excuses of course, are of course. Then just being like, hey, like I need to do this, you know, like pushing yourself to do it. But I think it's like you almost have to give yourself like a goal, you know, but yeah. baby steps to get to that goal because I feel like sometimes if you think of like the end of the tunnel and you see that but then it's like sometimes people don't think of the steps that you have to take to that. No, everyone wants you know? to be the, uh, well, I mean, this is how I started the podcast and I know you're a follower cause I've seen you post on uh, yeah. like Gary, Gary V and stuff like, yes. was, you know, I mean, he's, it's, it's the obvious. Everyone wants to look at that person on the top of the mountain and say, Oh my God, this is amazing. But they don't want to put in the work to get there. The work to get there makes you appreciate being there. For you sure. Know? It really does. And it doesn't matter what you're, whether it's starting your own business or working out or, being in a relationship, anything. I mean, yeah. across the board, if you look at it that way, it really, it's not amazing until you put the work in to make it that way. You know? Amen. That's true. It's but, true. It takes work. Yeah. I think um, society's been a bit, you know, taken back with, you know, just, and if you're, you're active, so you know, on, on Instagram, everyone wants to be the, the Instagram, you know, influencer yeah. or the Instagram model, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, when you take that all away, if, what if the platform shuts down tomorrow? What are you yep. going to do? You know, and you lose all those followers. You, I mean, did you leave anyone with anything, with any legacy, yep. with any value? Did you leave them with something? They'll remember you when you go onto the other platform. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, no, definitely. I completely 100% agree with that. Yeah. Well, talking about that then, what about, um? so you've done a lot of fitness photography and your, does your husband do photography too? Yeah, he that's does. That's cool. Cause I thought. That's that, our, yeah. That's another thing that he like loves. I think you know, he's finding things that like are him that he loves. So he has like a very like creative side and he loves taking photos. So yeah. we had gotten like, a, it started where it started where when I started doing the body, when I started doing the competitions, yeah. um, the photo shoots are extremely expensive. Yeah, they right? are. That's what I was saying. She does a lot of photo shoots. I'm like, okay. And then I saw he's doing some photos now. I was like, well, that's awesome. That's a good way to collab, yeah. spend time together, save money, yeah. you know? Heck Yeah. So we ended up investing $500 in a camera. We're like, let's, yeah. let's invest that $500, get a camera. And then, you know, he's like, I'll just learn and I'll do it. But the thing is, is like, he realized like, I have an eye for this. Like, I really enjoy, we look yeah. at it like, you know, you've seen the photos, like some of the photos are, are revealing, but for us, like, we don't see it. I don't see it as like, I mean, sexual no you know, I mean, it's 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 more like when you're a photographer um it, it's art you know that's his mm -hmm. form of art and being able to use you as the canvas i'm sure is a great thing for you guys relationship too so that's cool yeah yeah it is it, it, it was challenging at first because not challenging but it was more like because like he's my husband so i'm like no like i don't like i could be more like kind of like no I don't like that or right. or, or, or I want to do it this way. right 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 yeah. <laughs> just because I'm kind of I'm kind of more like that I'm, more, I'm like I'm bossier so yeah. I can be real bossy sometimes yes <laughs> so but I think that we got kind of comfortable and I think it was me too like learning how to be in front of the camera what's a good side yeah. angles you know things like that but it ended up became becoming like really fun for us sometimes so sometimes we'll like be like Ooh, what kind of what kind of what kind of things should we do this time? You know, yeah. or you know, find places. We'll see places like, oh, we could do photos here. You know. Yeah. So it's it's, been, um, you, you guys, yeah, I've done a lot. It's, I mean, it's great. He's doing good. That's uh, that, how long has he been doing that now? He's been doing it for about like a year now. Okay. Like or no, yeah. almost two a year and a half since I started competing. Is kind of okay. when he started kind of getting to it. Lately, he's been doing it a little bit 
more and we've been trying to get, you know, people where he can actually do, um, you know, photo shoots with them and stuff. But I think we need a new camera because it's starting to kind of get like where he's, he's like really like getting so used to where it's like, okay, I need to upgrade now. Yeah, it's time. I'm I'm good enough now. It's time to go to the next level. We're going to professional now. This is like novice. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's good though. Um, Yeah. Well, well, so going back real quick. So to um, you guys running a business and so y'all started that, were you already working out and doing things like you're already in the gym at that point? Yes. So your husband was working and is he already doing bodybuilding at that point too? No, he wasn't. So he, okay. So in his past, um, he had never competed, okay, but okay. like I like I told you, his dad and his brother and his right. uncle and his grandpa, they all did that. But Mikey was kind of he was the one that didn't compete. He you okay. know like he liked working out, but I think what happened was him getting into drugs and doing things right. like that really had set him apart from that. Right. So when we moved to Houston, that's when that's when he was like, hey, like let's start going to the gym. Okay. And I was like, oh, and I was like, hell yeah like and that's that's when we started so what's that like almost four years ago yeah okay. four years ago and we went to the gyms out there and um you know he showed me stuff and we just kind of got back into it but we were eating like yeah we were eating <laughs> like crap eating everything <laughs> yeah well, we were it's uh no it's funny because being being structured and i tell everybody this all the time people are always like how do i lose weight i'm like quitting bad Yep. You got to do that first before you do anything. Yep. You could literally be, you could lose 50 pounds in a few months if you change your diet and you don't even have to work out yet. You know, it could be a stair step, but I tell a lot of people all the time, it's like, pull one, if you're, if you're a horrible eater, you eat drive through food every day. Um, and I've dealt with this training females in the past. Um, you know, like you like your diet, Dr. Pepper, you know, you drink that or you like your whatever, you know, your coffee with all the sugar and stuff in it. But if you can just take one thing out at a time, Instead of trying to do this, oh, six six month plan, you change your whole, you know, thing, you know. But if you just take one piece out at a time and slowly, gradually make your diet better, it's not, it's less of a hit, you know, it's less discouraging on people. No, for sure. And I think a lot of people are like that. I feel like a lot of people just period are obese nowadays. Oh, yeah. and, I mean, across the board. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, they don't understand. Like, I think that sometimes people think like, like you said, okay taking little things out right and i think sometimes people think that they have to go to the extreme and completely change it all and then that's like you said when they get discouraged and then they end up backtracking and then they end up doing all the weight and more yeah or they go keto for two months and lose 50 pounds and then start eating carbs and gain it all back i mean you have to you have to make a lifestyle change you know you can't do like all at once. I mean, you can, some people do it all at once and that's great. I love them. But a lot of people have, I mean, when you take a lifetime of how you take in calories and try to change it all in 60 days or 30 days or, you know, in a week, you know, it's, it's going to hurt. It's not going to feel good. Your body's going to go crazy. You know, um, I've noticed, I guess I started eating healthy and doing that, making that shift around the 18 years old and slowly, I would still drink. That's probably been my downfall. I'll still have a beverage every now and then, but I feel like, hey, it's 80-20 for me. You know, I'm not competing. So I eat 80% of the time great and I may have a drink or, you know, a piece of cake every now and then or something, you know? Yeah, which is normal. Yeah. That's normal to have a balance. I feel yeah. like having a balance is completely fine. Yeah. Well, and you look uh, great, so it's not like, you know what I mean? You look, you look like you take care of yourself, you know? So, oh, wow. I'm, I'm not like you guys. I'm not like you guys. I don't do beer either. I like, te- I like tequila. 
Um, but no, oh, it is. So do I. <laughs> it is inspiring to hear that. Um, hear that you guys. You know, you were in a dark spot. He was in a dark spot. You made a transformation together, and now you're doing mm -hmm. all these things together. That's that's something I think a lot of people need to hear. And I like. You know, that's a good story. I mean, I think it's interesting. Yeah. What um, what's your favorite cheat meal? What's what now? Your favorite cheat meal. My favorite cheat meal. Oh my god. Okay. I feel like it's changed each time. Like, yeah. I'll like, okay, so, but I would say, I know this sounds kind of weird, but like, even just like a bowl of cereal. Yeah. And not, and not even so much a specific type of cereal, but like cereal and also pizza. For pizza. Sure. I mean, it's yeah. so, but um, have you, do you, do you guys have a mod pizza there? No, we do not. Is that your favorite? Okay. I would say, I would say mod pizza, and the, and the reason being too is because a lot of times, like, you can have a really a good cheat meal, but it'll make you feel like make you feel yeah, like you shit, have to be, right? Yeah, I'm the same way. I can't go all out pizza. I got to get like light sauce, light cheese. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I like mod pizza because it's a thinner crust, right? Yep. And it's like brick stone, and then you can put, hey, I want this much sauce, I want this right. much cheese, I want this. So it's actually really good, and you can make it to where it's still like good on your stomach and your yeah. digestion. And you can have like a little bit more of other food with it. Yeah, so you it's nice, a big I would say that. Greasy, nasty pizza. Yeah, no, yeah or a good cheeseburger. Yeah. I'd have to do, agree. I think doing during all this, my favorites have always been the uh, the burger and the um, the pizza. Um, yeah. A lot of people like. I'm not a big sweets person. I'd rather have a margarita, to be honest with you, if that's going to be my sweet for the week. But um, you know, I, I get myself like one cheat meal a week, and I make it on like a a hard ass leg day. So I'm like, okay, I'm burning yes. this off, you know. And that's, so that's uh, the best way to do it. That's the yeah. best way to do it. Well, what's uh, so you compete NPC, so what's your plans? I know everything's still crazy, but you guys have a date for your next competition yet? I do. So okay. my show that I was going to do um, was um, USA's okay. in Vegas. And okay. that obviously got canceled, so that got moved to December, okay? So I was like, okay, I don't know. I had to kind of think about it. And now the plan is I'm going to be doing nationals in Miami. Nice. Um, which is in November, and I've heard such great stuff about this show. Yeah. And I just feel like it's meant to be. So that's the plan for November. So I'm actually, um, we had a reverse diet, and I'm in off-season. Um, I'll probably start back up in about, I would say, I think, like, another month or so. We'll start prepping again in about a month. Okay. Um, for the show, but yeah, so it's moved to November and it's in Miami and I've never been to Miami. So I either. Like, I hear it's beautiful. Um, I know. A, I mean, every, everything I've ever heard has been good, good, you know, for being there. I know. I, um, actually, yeah, that's a big national show because I trained a competitor, um, 2016, she won the optimum, which we're, we're North Louisiana, Shreveport, Bossier, but it's a national qualifying show. Um, and she went to Miami, but she only got, I think, third place. She didn't get her pro card. And I don't know if she's, I think she had one or two more shows after that. But I, I, I saw, you know, I didn't train her for that next show, but I saw a bunch of photos and stuff. And it looks like a good show. I know. It looks, it looks beautiful. And, and like I said, like I heard just all positives, nothing yeah. bad about it, you know. So I'm like, hey, you know what, like this is meant to be. And I'd rather do a show in November than, than wait till December you know, and they, they ended up moving um, USA's 
to LA. So typically it's in Las Vegas, but they yeah. moved it to LA. So I was like, let's do this and say something happens. Say, Hey, I don't get my pro card at this show. You know, like for me, it's like my last show I placed third, you know? And right. so for me, it's like, you're so, you know, third place. And you're like, yeah. Oh. yeah. So, you know, I, I want to get that. I want to get first place. I, I'd love, I'd love to get overall. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, but we just figured, okay, say it doesn't happen at nationals. Then what I can do then is go to USA's then after that and do those, do that show right. back to back after that. You know, like that seems like it, you know, more, right. you know, better idea to do something well, like that. You, you've done good at marketing yourself because you have quite a bit of followers, um, you know, and then you have, you guys have, you both have sponsors. So I think, yeah. Um, yeah, to close the gap, you just need to get your pro card because, you know, there's a lot of people that have a pro card or there's a lot of people that compete that have no marketing, no followers, no, no. no sponsors. So I feel like you guys have already got that one nugget. That's good, you know, so you're on your way. And yeah. um, and you have plenty of time. I mean, November, shoot, you got to, that's, that's going to be a good prep there. I know. That's why I'm super excited. And it's like, you know, like each time, I mean, each time you prep or just, you know, over the years, your body just gets better and better. It does. It's know? crazy. Like every year, I'm like, I want to get a little cutter. I'm going to get a little cutter, you know, for, for the summer. Yeah. And uh, gain a little <laughs> bit more lean muscle. But it's it's crazy. If you can, I feel like you always have to confuse it. You can't do the same thing forever. People that do the same workouts every week and the same diet forever, you're never going to get to that next level. You got to keep tricking it. Like my, my goal was like, when I wake up every morning, I want to be like, damn, what's going to be sore when I get out of bed? <laughs> it's like a game now, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, that, that's that's cool. So what? Um, so I guess we probably have a little bit more time. It's going by pretty quick, actually. Um, but what what can we do? Like, can I get some info from you to relate to some people who may not, you know, know about the industry or be in like the fitness industry, but like people that are just regular everyday women, you know, or men that may want to, you know, you have any advice for them? Yeah, like for I mean, for health and wellness overall, I guess. Yeah, I would say, number one, like, give yourself a goal, okay? I mean, it doesn't have to be this humongous goal. Like, hey, I think a lot of times, too, with me specifically, um, maybe, you know, every girl's different, but sometimes girls, you know, because I have some girls that, um, you know, that work with me that I coach, and, you know, I tell them, don't, like, if I'm your goal, okay, hey, I want to look like you, okay, that's yeah. awesome, but here's the thing, but you don't have to. I just want you to be happy with yourself. Okay. Yeah. I want you, what is your goal? Okay. You want to lose 10 pounds and just kind of keep it off and still have a balanced life. That's normal. You yeah. know, I mean, you don't have to like struggle to look like this or you don't need to compete because I compete, you know, right. like for me, it's, I usually tell them just find a good balance. Like let's get you on it. Let's get you on, you know, a good regimen with, with your, with your eating habits. Okay. Take out the things that are bad for you. Soda, for instance. Like, I know you're talking about soda. Yeah. Or, you know, at least treat yourself. Go for a week, you know, eating clean. And then, hey, I like to go have a margarita and some yeah. chips and salsa and tacos. Hey, do that. And you know what? I think as you see the results, you start to feel like, oh, my God, like, I did this. And you know what? The thing is, is you start feeling better about yeah. yourself. You start feeling you know, not as tired, yep. not as, you know, you feel good in your clothes. You just feel good about yourself working towards something and it makes your life, it makes everything in your life just better. You know, yep. when you're, when you're there and you're happy, um, I would just say just baby steps, nothing yep. extreme. And then 
like I've said before, like take those baby steps and those baby steps end up turning into like big steps where it's like, okay, now I can accomplish this yeah. because I've accomplished this much. Yeah. There's a million, there's a million things. I, I mean, I like that. I like your energy on that because I mean, no matter if you want to say you want to do a, a um, what's it a Spartan or say you want to do yeah. like, you know, say you want to do a 5k or maybe you want to yes. do a marathon, you know, no matter what it is, you have to treat your body better before you can make that yeah. if that's your goal. So you start setting small ones and then get to that goal. But you can't yes. eat pizza and beer and drink beer every day and then go do those things. You just can't do it. Not, you know, not, yeah. not effectively, you know? No, not at all. Because I know people that they'll go out and you know what, and they'll, Hey, I'm training hard, but then they're eating like, they're eating yep. like crap all day, every day. Yeah. I mean, are they, are you really happy? I don't know. I can't ask them that. Maybe they are happy doing that. But all I know is that someone that is obese yeah. They have some kind of health issues, okay? Well, yeah, and even people that aren't overweight, like, so hypertension, you know, diabetes, and these people yes. are not even technically overweight, but eating, you know, it's what you put in your body. I mean, it's, I'd say half the diseases that people say they have or contributed to bad eating, not exercising, um, maybe drinking too much, maybe smoking too much, you know, past drug issues, no matter what, it, you know, it could be anything, but I think all of it boils down to what you're putting in your body. You know, yeah. I'm, I've become more holistic, I guess, lately where I'm like, I'm not eating a lot of, and I know a lot of athletes do supplements, but I'm not even doing protein powder anymore. I'm kind of on this different path. I, I did the, um, the, um, the carnivore diet. Cause I heard Joe Rogan talking about, it. I was like, I'm going to try it out. It was kind of cool. Um, but I still had to have some greens for my roughage, you know, um, daily. But other than that, I was doing all meat and it was cool. But I like to test it out, like do that for 60 days and then go to something else. But I've gotten to where I'm not, I'm just eating more like if it comes from the ground, you know, it's an animal, then I'm, you know, consuming it. Other than that, I really am trying to not do so much process because I think over the years, people have accepted anything in a box. And a lot of times, that stuff's horrible for you, you know? Oh, hell yeah, it is. Yeah. It just makes you feel, you just feel different. If, when you're putting good things in your body, it just makes you feel better. Yep. You feel good, you know? Well, um, I always give my guests uh, a gift. And since we're out in person, I'm going to send you, what did you say the name of the pizza place was over there? Mod Pizza. Mod Pizza. I'm going to send you a gift card to Mod Pizza. Oh, so um, I'll email it to you. <laughs> while we're talking about food and eating bad, you can go get a pizza. <laughs> and, um, and um, you know, while you're still off prep, I'm sure yeah. you guys will be able to go enjoy that. So, um just to, you know, show my gratitude for you coming on, and I appreciate it. Of course. Um, we're almost at close, so I guess, really, do you have anything else you want to add? Um, you want to plug anything? Like, um, I know you have a few sponsors or your training or anything. Did you like to, you know, give anybody any information? You can drop it right well, now. Well, no, well, I mean, I guess what I would say is, um, you know, a little thing just for people to hear is, you know, don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your goals. Don't give up, you know, like I had explained you know, my past is not a past that I feel like my past has molded me. Yeah. And, and I feel like, you know, don't let that affect you, you know, and, and look at the positive push forward. I feel like with all the stuff that has came to me, like being sponsored by dragon, you know, like dragon pharma, like I love them. They believed in me when I didn't even have my Instagram platform. I think I had like yeah. 200 followers. Well, that's awesome. That's great. You know what I mean? And they yeah. believed in me and they've been, and I've been with them forever, you know, and I feel like when people see that in you and see your drive and your passion, you know, like 
they'll stick with you, you know, and it's just, I don't just be a good person, be a good human and don't give up on your dreams. You know what I mean? Like be happy, you know? <laughs> so you can't I be that person that. in 50 years, you wake up and regret everything, you know, yeah. not taking that chance. Exactly. Like don't let your fears get in the way because I've let my fears, you know, I've had so many fears and I just would let those hold me back. So do yeah. not, don't let your fears hold you back and don't doubt yourself ever. I completely agree. Yeah. We'll, we'll close with that. And, um, Ashley, thanks again for coming on and everyone, please subscribe to the podcast.